I'm Gary O'Reilly. And I'm Chuck Nice. And this is Playing, Playing with, with Science. Once again, we enter the Twitter sphere through the eyes and mind of Neil deGrasse Tyson as he takes his laser pen and points it at the speeding planet of NASCAR. Yeah, you heard me, NASCAR. Yeah, and did you ever wonder what your very own personal guide to the universe thinks about how planet NASCAR increased its weight but not its mass? Well, stick around because when you play with fire, you get burned. When you play with science, you get learned. So ring the bell, school is back in, and our supply teacher for this class is none other than Neil deGrasse Tyson. That's right, the man himself, Neil. Hey. Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, welcome. It's a pleasure. Always happy to be on. Okay, let's get started. Do you really mean in. that? <laughs> Do you really mean that? No, I'm, I'm happy to, I'm a servant of the curiosity that you bring to your audience. I'm a servant of that. That, okay, that's a nice that's cool. way. That's a nice yeah, way of saying. Like way that. that was a very nice way of saying. I am not here for you. I am here for your audience. Yes, that's true. That is exactly true. I don't give a random about your ass. It's your people out here. All about you, people. That's it's right. As simple as that, right, Chuck? Mm -hmm. Let's read the first tweet. Yeah. That's so this show is all about uh, the tweets that you have put out. Yeah. On Twitter yeah. about NASCAR. That was a few years ago. Yeah. Well, you all dug we those did up? some digging. Yeah, they don't go away, we, but we, just right twice yeah. We did some digging. And the cool thing is that what I love is, you know, whenever you tweet, it becomes a thing. Uh-huh. You know, there's like it's it's just awesome to see the conversation under the tweet. Yeah. Where people are arguing back and forth about whatever it is that you said. And then there's They the, display their inner geek. Yes. Yeah. The inner geek comes out and they right. fight about it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And then there's always one person who's just like, Yeah, well I got my degree in astrophysics from DeVry University <laughs> and Neil is wrong. Like <laughs> no. that's <laughs> So, hey, let's read our first tweet. Wait, wait, can I put, give this in context? Go ahead, If man. I may. Yeah, because I'm interested. Do we, do, we, do we want that to happen? Because he's only a guest. <laughs> no, just the context. Okay. Uh -huh. So, if you dug these tweets out, they would have been from 2014. All right. Mm -hmm. right? During the run, the weekly airings of Cosmos on oh, Sunday night right. in primetime on Fox. Fox. Exactly. Right. All right. Then we learned... That of the 13 week run, one of those nights was gonna get bumped. No. For NASCAR. Uh huh. And I said, What? You're gonna put NASCAR in for Cosmos? Excuse me? Did you use those exact words? No. Or did you? But <laughs> <laughs> so, so I said, All right, I am going to fight fire with fire. Okay? And I said, For all those who wanted to see Cosmos, but now are watching NASCAR, I'm gonna tweet. The physics of NASCAR. Oh. And this way, I, I'm respecting right. that it's Memorial Day weekend. You got to do the NASCAR thing. Right. It's Sunday night, family, everybody's home. NASCAR is a huge following. Yes. But I'm going to be pumping this stuff with some physics. And that's what I did. I don't know why they just didn't have you on Cosmos, but put a bunch of like branding stickers all <laughs> over you. And just let you do Cosmos, like Pennzoil here, and, you know. And let it run around the track. Right, yeah. <laughs> in, in, a, in overalls with a whole load of branding. That, that would be a, the collision of NASCAR and the astrophysics. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. All right, so uh, if we can bring up our first tweet, we'll see uh, what it says. And Fabulous. There rubber we go. tires on asphalt grant a maximum speed of about 165 miles per hour in the 24-degree bank turns at Charlotte Motor Speedway. 
Okay, the, for me, the interesting part in there is the 24 degree banking. Yeah. Now, is there a difference or is that a standard for a NASCAR track? Well, I, I, I can't speak as an expert of NASCAR, but no, what I can no, tell no. you is I, in order to do that calculation, you have to know the, exactly. the angle of the bank. Right. And it turns out within some tracks, the banks are not the same. Mm -hmm. oh. The bank angle is not the same on different turns, and it's not the same from track to track. So that's all I can say. I don't mm. know what rules or what, 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 what regulations are there, but all I can say is at Charlotte Motor Speedway, the angle of the track is 24 degrees. How so, do I use that? So as a, as a race driver, yeah, yeah. how am I going to use that banking to my advantage over my opponent at, say, 160? Yeah, so it all depends on how, what is the, what is the coefficient Thank you. of friction between your tires and the road. Let's, okay. start at zero, let's start at zero degrees. So here's a track that has no bank at all. Mm -hmm. Okay, you can imagine that. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no bank. Just an oval. If there was no friction between your tires and the road, and you try to go into a turn, you just keep going straight. Mm -hmm. You're not going to turn. All right. Because you're not, you're not connected to the road. So you're in a straight line, and you will continue in a straight line unless acted on by an outside force, one of Newton's laws of motion. Okay, so now watch what happens. Holding aside a coefficient of friction, right? if you bank the track, what'll happen is the track now turns you. Right. Okay? The track can actually engage a turn even with no coefficient of friction at all. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's, that, that's cool, okay? Yeah. So, so now put in friction, mm -hmm. and now you've got grip, You've got to, so you can just take that turn. Just, right. just, just, just feel that turn. And, and you know it and you feel it. So there is one speed, one speed that will maximize how fast you can go depending on the friction between your tires and the road and the angle and, sorry, the radius of curvature. Mm -hmm. All right. Because if it's banked, but it's like really, really long, that, right. that's, that's not, not a good. thing. Right. It's not a thing. So it's, it's, if it's, so you have to measure the radius of curvature. That's why I had to specify the bank turns at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Right. That's not a general statement about speed and the bank. So how tight is the turn? That, so there's one speed and it's 165 <laughs> miles an hour. Add a coefficient of friction of one. Generally asphalt and rubber comes in about a, a coefficient of friction of one. Okay, that's really good. Okay. That's why tires work very well on roads. That's why. It's not an accident. Right. Okay. So what forces so are we getting? They're gripping. They're basically. They're basically. Okay. Yes. They call them toothy. Yes. They're now. Biting now, the road. Now, you can increase the coefficient friction above one if the tire is kind of gummy. Mm -hmm. Okay. If the tire is oh, gummy. So the, the composition of the, the tire. Then it's, it's actually grabbing yeah. the ground. You can get the coefficient of friction slightly above one. Now, here's why that matters. Ready? Okay. Okay. Are we sitting comfortably? <laughs> Please tell. If you're going to accelerate something and you say zero to 60 in, this is America, so we're in miles per hour here, okay? I'm just, cool with that. So, yeah, yeah. Not I'm a, there. zero to 100 kilometers per hour. No, this is America, Jack. As a Brit, miles. Oh, you're, that's good. right, because they invented miles. Right? Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> they go way back with miles. They didn't want to drop that invention thing on you, but yeah. yeah. All right, so. So here's what you, you have to ask the question. What is the fastest you can accelerate from zero to 60? You can, that's a very mm -hmm. that's a sensible question. Yeah. It is not infinite. It's just not, okay? And it depends on your coefficient of friction. 
at a coefficient of friction of one, where tires gripping, it's not a gummy tire, no, it's no. just a regular sure. coefficient, right? The fastest you can accelerate is the acceleration of gravity itself. Ooh, which is really? Fixed. Which is fixed. Exactly. That is the fastest you can accelerate. Wow. And so, in other words, if you drop a ball, mm -hmm. you look at how quickly it gains speed, and then you have a car with a really powerful engine that wants to accelerate as fast as it goes this way, so they'll like go exactly the same speed. Okay, this is an interesting fact yeah. about mm. coefficient of friction yeah. and and acceleration. You, excuse me, you can accelerate faster if it has a, a rocket coming out the back. Right. But well, then it's the, the the ground is irrelevant. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. It's just pushing it regardless. You've taken away the element of you take away the, right. the the tire yeah. road. Oh, it's just being pushed. It's not accelerating. Right. From exactly. The tire. So, or yeah. or if it is on a on a on a, uh, a a track where you have intersecting teeth on a gear, mm -hmm. yeah. then you can just rotate that as fast as you want. Right. So what happens if you've got tires that are too soft, engage too much? Do you not then impede the speed that you? Can no, 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 no. If if you have really gummy tires, yeah. In fact, they warm up the tires. Yeah. 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 This yeah. adds yeah. to the grip and everything. And if you look at the tires of dragsters, okay, that you get. Those, oh my gosh, it's like, you know, get my hand off. It's like and, chewing gum. And, and it's why they call them slicks. Right. They, yeah. It's full surface contact with the ground. There's yeah. no treads in there because they don't drag race in the rain. No, okay? exactly. <laughs> For some reason. You want maximum. Yeah. Oh, their contact. tires are bald. Yeah, yeah, bald. Basically bald. <laughs> so another thing is to help out, if you have all your jet exhaust pointing backwards, that gives you a little. I don't know how much, but it's, mm. you might as well have the jet exhaust pointing backwards instead of forwards, right? because then you're going against your own Using every, generation every, of it. everything you can. Anything you can get, yeah. which sometimes that matters, you know, in, in races where a fraction of a second comes in. So, so all I'm saying is you can calculate this. So I did that calculation for Charlotte Motor Speedway. It was 165 miles an hour. Then you watch them in the race. There they are hitting above 200 in the straightaways. Then they go to the turn, and at the peak turn, they're 165 miles an hour every time. You have to watch, they have that little arrow that follows, yeah. that follows the car around, right. and it gives you data on the thing. And so what happened was when I tweeted that, people said, no, these are special cars, and they, you know, what do you know, you're just a physicist. As though somehow physics has nothing to do with this, was mm -hmm. the implication. Mm -hmm. But, of course, at the peak turn, that's where that speed matters. They have to slow down. By the way, if you go faster than that, you're not going to stay connected to the to the road, and you hit the embankment. You're and you look at And you look at the embankment. There's a lot of bumps on, right, on yeah. the edge of the embankment. That's, uh, that's so. That's drive. That's driver intelligence. That's driver knowledge of each particular track in a particular. Well, they would have to know. Charlotte. I presume they would. Yeah. Not, someone would tell them this. Oh gosh, yes, yeah. There's yeah. a whole yes. team of analysts. Like the guy who did 175 miles per hour. I'm sure he told them maximum speed of 165. <laughs> Because as, right, yeah, yeah. because as his car was flung off the bank and out right. of the arena. Now, of course, you, yeah. okay, you can do 100, 200, 190, 180 going into it. Right. Because you're slowing down. At that point, you just don't want that to happen. And who was it? Was it Mario Andretti who said, mm -hmm. uh, if you're in complete control of your car, you're not in the race? Wow. So, so, you, you, so, you, so I've heard that. It's like, so, yeah. so they I might feel, be trying 166, 166. Uh -huh. You 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 you're testing those limits of physics. Right. Otherwise, you're not you're not in the race. You don't want to do it safe. They I have to that drive about on the edge. Children. They have to drive on in the, the red zone all the time. All the time. Yeah, yeah. If, if if I believe if I believe 
I mean, why wouldn't I believe it? You look, you see what these guys are doing out there. Yeah. All right, Chuck, let's yeah. get to another tweet. We're going to stick with the Charlotte Motor Charlotte Speedway. Charlotte Motor Speedway, which yeah. uh, clearly you were watching this when you were tweeting. Yep. But the Charlotte Motor Speedway increased their banking angle from 24 degrees to 31 degrees. The Earth as we know it would stop its rotation. No, <laughs> no, that didn't say that. I, it didn't say that. Okay. It didn't say that. It says uh, if they increased their banking <laughs> angle from 24 to 31 degrees, the cars could do the turn at 200 miles per hour. Right. So this must be what you were talking about. The bank is turning the car itself. Exactly. So the deeper the bank the higher the speed can be because you're getting the force that's pressing the car against the bank. more of a force to, 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 to enable that turn. Right. It's not just the sliding of tires against roads sideways that's trying to prevent you from sliding, mm -hmm. okay, that would then enable the turn. It's the, the bank is, uh, is empowering your car to go at a higher speed in order to make that turn. See, that would be interesting from a racing point of view because it means I could hit the straightaway at 200 and not lose energy through braking coming into the bend. Not only that, not only that, if you drive at the exact speed that the bank was calculated for, mm -hmm. you never have to turn your steering wheel. Because the car it's thinks it's going, the car thinks it's going straight. The, the car thinks it's going in a straight line. Yeah, the car does not. So you just, you just surf it. Right. But so what's interesting to me is, if you know this about the turns, the only steering you're doing is to maneuver in front and behind cars to position yourself. Right. So there's a whole other jockeying of what's going on among the cars, and it's not. I got to turn left, and that was the joke in Charlotte, the town. All right. They say in Charlotte, only people only know how to turn left. Okay. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's the joke. Right. Because all the tracks go clockwise or uh, counterclockwise yeah. around. And I'm saying if they're hitting the, the turns at the exact speed, they're not even turning the wheel to do that. How brave is the driver that goes into the turn and goes, nah, I'll let the car take some of this. <laughs> oh, not a chance. So, how much of a change in angle on the banking could we get away with? And what sort of speeds could we play well, with? Well, I, 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 my general question would be, uh, you want more action, you want more speeds, why not just increase the angle? Right. Um, the, here's the problem. If you're not doing 200 miles an hour, yep. the car is going to want to slide down. down. Yeah, right. yeah. Sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. You don't have yeah. enough force pinning it against the Yeah, the so if something goes down going into the turn and you don't keep up that speed, um, you're, yeah, the car is not stable so, on the bank. And this, this is for NASCAR because we're about to revolutionize them with this physics, uh, um, dis not discovery, but uh, point. Is it possible to get to a speed where you not only can go up, but total Hot Wheels corkscrew? Because then I'm a, I'm a NASCAR fan. <laughs> now I'm a NASCAR fan. Okay? It's like you go into the turn, you're up on the bank, and then all of a sudden, corkscrew through, yeah. and you come out the other side. Yeah, the answer is yes. So, oh, really? Yeah. In fact, they do it in, in amusement parks. Oh, yeah, that's right. Most roller coasters. And the, and, the, and the wall of death, the vertical wall where the cyclists. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, so, for example, so it's just you have to be, if you travel fast, so in other words, let me restate your comment. If you travel fast enough, then you can, so now you're, you're going up, right? Because to go corkscrew, you have to go up. Right. So, if you're traveling fast enough, you can give yourself enough, enough upward momentum so that your car continues to press against a surface that is pointing downwards. Right. Okay? And then you come down off of that and do it another time. Yeah, in principle, you can design a racetrack 
where cars do corkscrews. But but you have to be careful because you don't want the car to like stall before you go into it. Yes. Pop, then you fall out. And oh, you... that's amazing. No. <laughs> oh my God, you're making me such a NASCAR fan right now. <laughs> Corkscrews and cars falling from the sky. Well, yeah, if you don't hit the speed. Right. It's all about the, the, the speed that you gotta hit. And so, yeah, that's a whole other danger factor. That's awesome. It ain't even about the crash. Is your, is your car gonna fall out it of the sky? It will fall out of the sky. Right. See, this is why I don't watch NASCAR, because I grew up on Speed Racer. And I those remember were, you remember Speed Racer? And those, comes, here, here comes, comes Speed Racer. Racer. He's, he's a, a demon on wheels. <laughs> he's barreling down the travel like he's ever ever going to come back. Okay, this is um, real, right? I haven't dreamt this that you two are serious <laughs> to each other. <laughs> the power of pop culture on childhood. On childhood, it's childhood pop culture. Right. I need to right. lie down, and this means we're going to take a break. <laughs> Please stick with us. We'll try and find out what top speeds NASCAR get to and what we think can happen if, 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 if we can get close to 300 miles an hour, what kind of banking we'll get then. So if you want to find out, stick around. This is Playing With Science and we'll be back very, very shortly. Welcome back. I'm Gary O'Reilly. And I'm Chuck Nice. And this is Playing, Playing With Science. Science. Yes, it is. And we are delving into the tweets of Neil deGrasse Tyson regarding NASCAR. Uh, if you missed the first section, don't worry, we've got plenty more, but go back and have a good listen because we discuss an awful lot of science in the sport of NASCAR. So let's get to our next tweet, Chuck. Yes. Wait a minute. Are, are you a fan of NASCAR? Have you, I, ever, I, have you ever followed NASCAR? I, I've attended, I, I visited, I, I, I've been at one NASCAR race in my life. Oh, yeah? Um, right. I, I, I never understood why there was so much more interest in NASCAR relative to Formula One, uh, mm. at least in the United States. I just didn't understand that. Did they have better marketing? Because, you know, the Formula One cars are pretty cool looking. Oh right? my God. Right? They're yeah. like rockets they're, with <laughs> wheels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. the fact that they're so low to they're, the ground. They're like, they're, 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 like, like, they're yeah, this yeah. far off the ground. Right, right. So and... I never understood mm. the difference in appeal. Right. Um, but uh, I like high performance people. I like high performance machines, mm -hmm. just as a general thing. I'll so. tell you why Formula One is not as um, popular here in America as NASCAR. Because... Formula One racers speak like this. <laughs> and NASCAR drivers talk like this, damn it! That's America! 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 Okay. As the, only, <laughs> as the token European, I feel I should stand up, but I just think I'm going to get no, knocked not, back down no, again. No, it's not against you. We're no, just... I know it's not against me, yeah. but anyway, no, it's, it's, it's interesting. One's, a, one's an oval, and you couldn't put a NASCAR race in Monte Carlo. But you, could, you can with a Formula One, which is so, so special. Anyway, absolutely. next tweet. Let's go there. All right. A I know what it is. They need Formula Two. That's what it's been. Formula, Formula One for so long. Yeah. yeah it's time oh, for there Formula are, there are formula, There are formulas. There are game, other formulas right? coming down. Plus, there's an E-Formula. Oh, yeah. I heard about that. Yes, oh, yeah. That's yes. soup. Electric, that's electric cars. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, and they nice. race. Yeah. They are rapid. Proper, mm -hmm. seriously rapid. But next tweet. Let's go. Here we go. Spoilers increase the effective weight traction over a car's rear, rear wheels at high speed without increasing the car's mass. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's start out for a second. So, so um, have you noticed, either in cars you've driven mm -hmm. or observing a police car, that if you have a heavy trunk, you actually, your car is more stable on the road. Have you ever, I don't know if you ever noticed this. I transport a lot of bodies in my truck. Okay, so that, you should know. So I'm yeah, very so, well aware. So you would know. And <laughs> no. uh, police cars can also be weighted towards the, what, sorry, back in the day when you had rear wheel traction. Right. Okay, yeah. so you would, if you have higher weight over those wheels, 
then in occasions where you might have spun out, right. you don't. You don't. Right. And any time your car is spinning, then you don't have full traction with the ground and you're not in complete control of your car. It's like you, sledding. I, I, don't, I'm, I don't sled. Well, drifting. So. You, you don't sled? A, Dude, no. I'm telling you right now, this winter, me, you, Central Park, Giant Hill, we're taking it on, baby. Uh, but no, here's the deal. In sledding, you need a fat kid on your sled team. Oh, <laughs> if you don't have a fat kid on your sled team, forget it. You don't, you're just, it gives you more traction. Right, you need, that's just, that's just what you were saying. I did you didn't not get know. that email about political correctness. Did you? Oh. <laughs> I didn't know this about, okay, okay. So go ahead. Yeah, so, so the right. point is, if you're spinning, increase the weight, and then the contact with the ground becomes, the integrity gets re re restored, mm -hmm. and your traction is returned. Trouble is, with putting, with putting a whole load of bricks in the back of your NASCAR, what? you're gonna lose everything because it's weight, but this is so downforce exactly. without. So, exactly, right. so your weight is whatever a scale will show, okay? Right. So, Let's yes. Let's not talk about you, that. You, <laughs> so I've been eating donuts lately, I'm just saying. Mexican, a lot of Mexican. Let's so, not talk so about you can, the scales. So you can you put bricks in the trunk of every NASCAR to increase that traction. Right. Yeah. You could do that. But then the engine now has, the motor, has to accelerate more weight. So it's and Newton's second law of motion, the force equals the mass times acceleration. If the mass goes up, then you're getting a lower acceleration right. for, from the force. You're not gonna go as fast, okay? Yeah. Or, or you're not gonna be as nimble. So, is there any way to increase the weight on the back wheels, or the weight of the car, without increasing the mass of the car? Yes, and there, there is. is. Yeah. And that's what the spoiler does. That's what the spoiler So does. as you're driving, <laughs> air comes across the spoiler, presses down, increases the weight of the car without increasing the mass of the car. And this greatly improves your traction, especially at high speed. So you said about the Formula One race cars being super sexy. Right. If you look at the curvature from the side, the profile of the car, it, it comes up over the, the front wheel, comes down and then up over the back. So what it's doing is dragging the airflow. And you're gonna tell me exactly what the physics is. It's making that airflow over the rear wheels push that weight down. Therefore, you don't increase the mass of the vehicle, but you are increasing the downforce, is that right? Right, so I, I don't know if the shape of the vehicle so much as the spoiler itself, yeah. whose sole job is this. Mm. Um, there are other factors in the shape of the vessel regarding the, the, um, the aerodynamics. Yeah. What you don't want is to have turbulence in the back of your car which then creates a drag, a, right. a suction. It's, it's kind of a backwards yeah. drag on your car. This is why this is why drafting works, okay? Yes. So you have a car that would have turbulence in the back. You come up behind it, mm -hmm. okay? Now, it works in two ways. One, the car that's leading moves faster because it doesn't have the drag behind it. So people say, stop the, uh, drafting off of me, I'm to towing you. You're not actually towing the car. Right. No, 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 you want the person there. Right. Now, so there you actually want to be the second car rather than the first car, but if you are the first car, you, it's better to have someone drafting than not. That's all I'm saying. Because you're, that, that drafter is eliminating their drag. It's, you, 
The drafter the, is the eliminating drafter, the, the lead card draft. Correct. Yeah. So, so now the air comes back, and they have someone else drafting that, and someone mm -hmm. else drafting that, and now now you you are sucked in behind it. So this this affects fuel efficiency too. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I did this experiment once. So you know when when I first got a car that tracked what your instantaneous yeah, uh, yeah, your fuel consumption your fuel consumption yeah. you know miles per gallon. Right. And you notice if you take your foot off the pedal, the miles per gallon goes up because you're moving, but you're not. Engage, not sucking gas. Not sucking gas? Okay. So I just, you know, doing my own physics experiments on the road. Uh, it's my, my, my first outing in a car that did this. Okay. Right? You know, you might have a prop. No. <laughs> so watch. So watch. So I do this and I say, so I wonder what will happen if I get behind this truck. So I'm driving and I'm getting like 25 miles a gallon. And then I slide in behind the truck. And my foot is still on the accelerator. Okay. And whoa, it was like 80 miles a gallon. I was behind the truck. Because you're drafting the truck. I'm drafting the truck. And it was like, whoa. And Neil drove all the way to Florida, and he was only going to the store for some bread. <laughs> remember the show we did with Lance Armstrong? So you can do this experiment. That's a, that's a fascinating experiment. We, remember the show? With Lance, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Lance, and you got into this. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. you advocated following trucks down the freeway. Yes. <laughs> and I said there and then, there's under no circumstances are you allowed to drive me anywhere. <laughs> On a long distance. Well, just, I mean, but for the sake of the experiment. Yes, for sure, of course, you would agree. Of course, of course. Mm -hmm. um, so, so I they, follow trucks too, but only because they're sexy. Um, so, anyhow, we'll leave so, you with that. I'm just saying, so, the shape of the vehicle <laughs> is more related to its aerodynamics yeah. so that you don't have drag mm. rather than the downward force that is, you're otherwise getting okay, from if, the so spoiler. If, if you're the car in front, can you create dirty air for the driver behind you that really plays with? It's, it's really just the shape of your car. All right. Yeah, it's, it's all, and in NASCAR, all the shapes are the same. Yes. It's all been neutralized, basically. Mm. So in NASCAR, is drafting like a strategy, like it is in the Tour de France? I don't or? see why it wouldn't be. I mean, yeah. I right. yeah, yeah, yeah. You see the, the sort of daisy chain of cars in races as they go round and round right. and round, and all of a sudden they, they pull that slingshot. Right, right. So right. How, what, what's going on when they pull that slingshot maneuver and use the energy to, to achieve that overtaking? No, I, I don't know the strategies of what's yeah. going on in the mind of the folks who are making these maneuvers. Mm -hmm. It's always odd to me that if you're, if you're third, when and how and why are you going to then take second and then take first? Mm. You know, what are the strategies and how does that work? I, I can't tell you. Don't worry, the Twitterverse will tell us. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. As soon as this podcast is out, right now, oh, oh, there are people feverishly typing to tell oh. us exactly how that happened. Right, no, how, when yeah. you would judge to do that, right. is my point. Right. Yeah, right, please. Because if the cars are, to the extent that the cars are the same, same. you are then judging who's the better driver. Right. And then it's not about the physics, it's about who's the better driver, that's all. Gotcha. So but my yeah. conversation ends yeah. where the physics so, ends and then the driver strategies begin. In, in the end of the first bit, I said we'll get into the sort of speed. So if we mm -hmm. got NASCARs hitting 300 miles an hour, say, in, in the future, what sort you'd, of- You'd have to design the tracks differently. Yeah, what sort yeah. of angle? We talked about 24 and 31 degrees. What sort of angles would you anticipate the banking being, what could we Oh, it's, it's, it's a very straight calculation. So if you have straightaways long enough to sustain 300 miles an hour, right. and you don't want to slow down on the bank, mm -hmm. um, I, I'd have to do the calculation, but a 40 degree bank, 50, 45 degree, 50 wow. degree bank. Now, have you ever walked on the banked surface at NASCAR? Have you ever done that? No. Um, you basically can't. You, you, you're, you're like, because the slope is higher, it's, it's, that, it's higher than any hill you have ever walked up. Right. Okay, so it's already banked steeply. It's already steep. 
Just next time something happens on the track in the bank section, watch the guys go up to try, if there's an accident or something, watch the guys trying to, it's like walking on a roof. Okay? A right. mountaineering. A pitched roof, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. pitched roof. Yeah. You can't, it's, you can't do it. Yeah. Right, right. It's hard. It's, right. it's just hard. You can do it. It's just You can do it hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you go to the NASCAR Museum in Charlotte, you they have a car parked on the slope of the track. And it's like, <laughs> did they just lift this up for me to see? Right. Is that why this is? No, that's the slope of the track. That's right. Wow. They're, okay. trying to, they're trying to show you exactly what Exactly how that goes you know, down. I, I just want to see your your bank track walk again, because that was... No, no. <laughs> so for those of you who are... Li- twisted for those of you who are listening, you missed a super cool... It, it, uh, Neil's bank track walk looks like a cross between Fred Sanford having a heart attack and somebody doing the poopy walk to the bathroom. It was awesome. We I have to agree. We have to agree. <laughs> <laughs> we need to talk. We need to talk. So anyway, so the value of the spoiler is you have you have you have better traction there. Right. And mm-hmm. and what's interesting, there's some models of Porsche, you know, commercial Porsches, right. where there's a spoiler that comes up only above a certain speed. Yeah. Oh, that's standard on a number of. The years. number of yeah, So yeah, what's yeah. funny yeah. to me is if you're gonna if you if you don't if you left your radar gun at home and mm. your cop. Yeah. And a Porsche goes by, and a spoiler's up. Just write him a damn ticket. Ding. <laughs> Ding. Yeah. yeah. You know what's funny is uh, uh, I, I would see that, the, the Porsche, and I thought the guy was just showing off for me. Okay. Like, you know, like, but really what he was doing was, like, eat my dust. But you get to a certain point, and that spoiler comes up. Yeah, you know? and you know it. And by the way, spoiler's not so useful at low speeds. Right. Because the, the force, the downward force is not significant. Cool. But at high speeds, is really significant. And it's not driver controlled. It's just it, the car does it because the car knows it needs to do that because it's it's triggered off at a certain speed. Absolutely. And, and by the way, if if and the spoilers of old, I haven't seen them lately, but they had like the cross section of an airplane wing. Yes. Right. Okay, but upside down. Right. So that the force pushes, pushes down, down instead of up. up. Right. But if you happen to have that at the wrong angle, yeah, and you reduce the pressure on your wheels, all hell goes breaks loose. I mean, you can't. Then you're not in control of the car, right? And the car tumbles you flip, and flips. Yeah, you flip, you flip the car. Yeah, you, you can mm-hmm. flip the car. Look at you, yeah. just constantly finding ways to make NASCAR better. <laughs> <laughs> but we got to get to 300 miles an hour somehow. Right. So, what is the top speed? Is, uh, do you guys? Know? I don't know. So I don't know what the top speed well, of see, NASCAR there are, is. There are, are, they, are they limited? Is it limited? I, I, you know, I'm sure it is. Why did you bring a NASCAR expert here? I'm just, I just know physics. So <laughs> we're just interested in your tweets, and this is okay. What's, well, this, uh, this, this, there will be experts out there listening to this show yeah. who will feed back into us, and please do. Okay. But well, there I are mean, cars I mean, being developed now that are going to top, are topping out at 300 miles an hour. Okay. And I can't believe for one second the good people who build the NASCARs won't have that kind of technology, that ability, particularly electric hybrid engines that are going to just tear through 300 miles an hour. So, like you said, the straightaways are going to have to be longer. Yeah, Tracks are going to have to be different. And, uh, so, and if you want a high-speed turn, it's got to be a, a, a higher, a, a, a more significant bank. And, if, and if, yeah. You're, yeah. if you're a designer of NASCAR tracks and you're listening, uh, please, <laughs> please build in a corkscrew just for my friend Thank here. You. Yeah, Thank you. Thank you. Guaranteed an extra, extra viewer. Right. We're going to take our next break. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed so far because we've got plenty more NASCAR thoughts from Neil when we get back. Stay tuned. Welcome back. I'm Gary O'Reilly. And I'm Chuck Nice. And this is Playing With Science. Science. A little NASCAR special for you brought to you by the tweets of Neil deGrasse Tyson. Chuck, let's get stuck straight in. (gasps) That was a thank you. That was my NASCAR. Thank you. 
Oh, can I tell you why that is an inaccurate? What? Why? What I just did? Okay, I, I've only been oh, to come one. Come on now, Neil. Now, let me tell you something. No, no, you no, no, no. Sit there, you and I, sit still, and take your is, medicine. It is such a rare occasion that I would ever disagree with you, only because it never works. So I'm trying to figure out how this <laughs> is not NASCAR. I'll tell you why. Okay, but it's for an obscure reason. Okay, all right, all right. so so we love an obscure reason. <laughs> Uh, so, I, I, I'm not speaking for all tracks. I've been to one NASCAR race. It was at Daytona, okay? Right. And so, one of my great disappointments was they had speakers at every sort of interval of the track of the sound of the race going into the audience. Are you telling me that it's not true Doppler happening? That's, that's my point. <gasps> so, 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 all you hear is... Because wherever they are, that's the sound of the race. And I so wanted to be full up Doppler, Doppler gangsters, yes. right? Where the cars go, <laughs> right? See, you know why? Because that's I'm the Doppler never, effect. That's and Doppler. I, I wanted the Doppler effect, and he didn't give me the Doppler effect. Okay. <laughs> if you're listening, the good people of NASCAR, please, 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 because I hate to see him like this. <laughs> I hate to see him so effective so, you know, by his lack of Doppler. So here's so the sound, so here we go. a car in motion, mm -hmm. whether or not it's in motion, anything that makes a sound, emanates sound waves in all directions, moving at the speed of sound, mm -hmm. okay? And so you can, you can look at the frequency of that sound and there's a, there's a wavelength yes. associated with it. Yep, with all right, you. and so there it is coming this way, that way, that way. If the car now moves, it makes a sound when it's over here, but the next time it makes a wave, it's further in this direction. So the next wave is now closer, closer. In, in separation in the front than it is in the back. Because mm -hmm. the next wave is pushing in this direction. So you're pushing the waves in the front and leaving, stretching the waves Stretching in the, the waves in the back. And so the waves in the front change frequency. It's a higher pitch. Gotcha. And the waves behind are a lower pitch. Ah. So uh, 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 Christian Doppler first discovered this, yes. a, a German physicist, mm -hmm. and he did it with uh, uh, um, train whistles, okay? So the train comes towards you, he noticed it had a higher pitch than when it's just in front of you than when it was passing, moving away from you. So that's why you go, so it's high pitch. <laughs> and we associate that with, so, so, but, but which number car was that? <laughs> that went to watch, watch. So, so we know that sound. Right. We fully understand, we know that sound, but have you ever thought about it? It doesn't go It's not what it does. No. And so you have to be curious enough, as Doppler was, to think about this. And he wrote a formula, it's called the Doppler effect, and it applies to cars and- Train it, whistles. It, train whistles and for, and in the universe, we get like the speeds of things yeah. uh, by looking at how light, how the frequency of light has shifted right. in, in our galaxy. So anyhow, that's why, the, uh, it, now maybe other tracks don't have speakers no, all have around. Speakers, right? Then you would hear their, no. Yeah. but otherwise. And please tweet us uh, for your favorite uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson impersonation. Whatever, just put a wish list together <laughs> of what you would like Neil or Chuck to impersonate and we'll do our best. Well, it would be weird if it went, so that would be the, 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 top, the time reverse Doppler effect. That's a Doppler orgasm. <laughs> Why? No. Why? Okay. Uh, All right, what's next? I don't know. <laughs>
<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Completely confused me. Okay, let's well, move on. Do another one. Do another, do another tweet. Now, <laughs> while I come to terms with that, my head hurts. Now that NASA <laughs> isn't launching space shuttles, would it be cool if, at NASCAR, allowed drivers to attach unused solid <laughs> rocket boosters. <laughs> Come on. Right. Not, I mean, why not? I mean, if, if you have all these other sponsoring agents, the Army, you know, the Navy, they, they're, 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 and I'm thinking, why don't we have NASA sponsor a car? Right. But then it would kind of have to win every race. That's true. Right? That's so true. how would you make sure of that? So you slip in some solid rocket boosters, I think, in a way that maybe no one can notice. And no one will notice this big satin five. There's <laughs> yeah. a big satin five on wheels, satin start line, and no one's. No, no, no. You, that, you're not seeing that. It would that just really. be kind of cool, but then it's a rocket. <clears throat> it's a rocket race rather than a road race. That's the problem. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I still like it. And and by the way, I'm I'm. I think there needs to be more cheating in NASCAR. So, you know. <laughs> Doping at NASCAR. Yeah, right. I, I'm all for NASCAR doping, man. I mean, <laughs> the, all the guys, all the cars are exactly the same. Engine doping. The, you know, I, I I understand that that is what creates a, a you know, uh, for our lack of a better Uniforming. term, perfect competition. Yes. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Driver against driver. Driver against driver. Yeah. All the machines are the same, but right to the same weight too. Yeah. Right. 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 Mm -hmm. But yeah. the, but 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 the thing is, like, even in cycling or even in cafe racing. You can make modifications to What's the cafe bike, racing? Uh, the motorcycles, where they cafe cafe racers. Yeah, that's what that's called. Uh, that's where the motor, this yeah, where they pull the bike like, and they got a knee cap, a knee yeah. thing, stop touching like the ground. Yeah. Speedway, speed, that's speedway. Speedway, yeah, yeah. Okay. Called, yeah. But, um, the yeah. cafe racers are the one with the little round front, mm -hmm. the old older ones back in the day. That's oh, um, by the way, yeah. by the way, the 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 motorcyclists that lean like that. Yeah, the reason why they're leaning is because the track is not banked high enough. Right. They're actually pulling the pulling the bike down. Right, right. Okay, so if they banked the track, yeah, they wouldn't yeah. have to lean so much. Yes. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but then it but wouldn't, it be, it wouldn't be as cool. On a, on a MotoGP track, if they banked it, when you see those guys flying... Yeah, it's not as fun to watch. They, right, right. Oh, it wouldn't yeah, be as fun yeah. to watch. So if you banked it so that it was perpendicular right. to the angle that they are wanting to achieve anyway, right. yeah. then they're just driving a straight line. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, let me tell you, and it's it, now that's fun. Then uh, you wouldn't need the knee guards. Yeah. Well, you need them. I used to. I used to ride, and that's oh, yeah? that's the best part of riding a motorcycle. Oh, you used to have a pretty face before that. Oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> End of a beautiful friendship. <laughs> that's that friendship. Uh, actually, that was good. I, I, I like yeah. it. I appreciated that. Um, okay. All right. So next one up: solid rocket boosters uh, for for NASCAR. I'm all, all right. about it. Yeah. Okay, okay, let's move on. At 200 miles per hour. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry. Yes. One last thing about the solid rocket boosters you might not have known. Okay. Okay? Uh, do you remember the space shuttle when it launched? It had two solid rocket boosters, one on the left and one mm -hmm. on the right. Yeah. And then a big old orange tank in the middle. Yes. Okay? The orange tank has liquid fuel. You can throttle that. You can stop it. You can make it more or less. Mm -hmm. And that fuel comes out of that tank through the shuttle and comes out the, the nozzles at, out of the back. Okay. The solid rocket boosters are standalone things. When you ignite a solid rocket booster, they do not shut off until there's no until fuel left empty. in Until it's empty. Wow. Okay? So, when they begin the main engine, they do that a few seconds before. Is everything good? Oh, it's not good. Cut it off. Right, but, because the solid rocket booster. Okay, but the moment <laughs> they hit the solid rocket boosters, That's it. it is going to <laughs> orbit. Okay? That's great. Almost to orbit. So, what happens is, 
it, once they ignite, it is not coming back right. to Cape Canaveral. So it's okay, like, so what? So they, those <laughs> those puppies have to like run their course, and then it lands in Spain. Right, is what happens. That's the so they have these landing points. So good luck with steering one of those rocket NASCARs. Oh, right. So once you ignite a solid rocket booster. It's, that's it's, it. That's it's it. Over. It's, it's a over. done deal. That's a, that's, uh, oh, yeah. Chuck, that's a wild ride. I love it. That's a wild ride. I yeah. love it. Uh, Houston, we left the door open. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Solid rocket boosters are in effect, babe. We'll see. <laughs> so the one thing you could do on a NASCAR with a solid rocket is save on braking. You just can't do it. You can't break. There's no break. Exactly. If you tried to break it, then... You, you know, put on brakes, you would just melt yeah. the tires into the road. I'm telling You're you guys. You're already waste saving. Love listen, it. I am telling you guys right now, between the two of you, you have vastly improved the sport of NASCAR, okay? With all these ideas. With all these ideas, You're okay? Welcome. Corkscrew tracks, uh, no brakes. Yeah, high bank, high bank turns. High bank turns. Yeah. Let me tell you something. No brake NASCAR? I'm watching that. <laughs> I wonder why. I'm watching that. Fox presents No Break in NASCAR. You want to talk about the highest ratings ever? You put 30 cars on the track with no brakes? That is amazing. Copyrighted playing with science. Uh, right. No All Breaks right. NASCAR. Yeah, All let's right. do our next right. tweet. There you go. No Breaks NASCAR, baby. It's coming your way. Yep. All right, let's move on to our next one. At 200 miles per hour, a nice NASCAR speed. It take 1,200 hours or 50 days to drive to the moon, and drivers would never need to turn left. <laughs> oh, you look, you're in a mischievous mood when you're uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So just to be clear, if you're going to drive to the moon, mm -hmm. you don't aim for the moon. Okay. What you have to do is aim for where the moon will be when you get there. Right. That makes sense because the moon is moving. The moon is moving. And right. this is a 50-day drive. So that's one and two-thirds of a lunar cycle. So what will happen is you aim for some empty part of space. Mm -hmm. The moon will pass in front of you, mm. make a full orbit around the Earth again, and then that's it's there when you get there. Yeah. Wow. So, and we don't normally think about it that way, but this is these are sort of pirouetting performers in a cosmic ballet mm -hmm. choreographed. By the forces of gravity. So you don't need a that GPS. That's very for this. eloquent. I don't, mm -hmm. You know, it makes that makes me feel like I should watch a J Lo show <laughs> where, where planets are dancing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> You're gonna be watching that on your own. Be on your own. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fifty days to drive to the moon, which yeah. is uh, just a couple, uh, uh, just a couple days longer than it takes to do the Daytona 500. So it's good. <laughs> which that thing is like what seven weeks long? No. What? How long? No, you can do the math. If it's 500, it's 500 miles. Right. They're going 200 miles an hour. It's a two and a half hour race. Is that all? That maybe do that... the math. I don't. So it's just three hours because it's not. They're not always 200 miles an hour. I know. But see, so you say because you say five hundred miles that would take me three days and a and a and a pee break right. to do, okay? But if you're going two hundred miles an hour, just do the math. Five hundred miles divided by two hundred miles per hour right. is two and a half hours. See, I'm gonna have to take your word for that because I don't have my phone with the calculator on it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have a Google Brain now. Oh, you're oh, okay. So there's a new app yeah. called the Brain app. It, there it okay? is. I'm a Google Brain. I don't do these calculations in my head. There's I, software, there's hardware. The Brain is wetware. Yes. There you go. Okay. That's right. So, so. if we're going to drive to the moon, we don't need GPS. We need another system of guidance. You need a system of orbital mechanics to know that the moon will be there when you arrive in this empty part of space that you're headed towards. Wow, that's not a really, yeah. that's a really bad miscalculation to make. 
Yeah, it would be. It's yeah. like when you show up and you're like, hey guys, shouldn't the moon be here? <laughs> it was guys, here. It should have been here. Guys, the moon should have been here like an hour ago. What's happening? It's not like you can wind the window down and ask for directions. But consider, it's not that we are stationary and the moon is moving around us. Right. We are not only rotating, rotating. we are orbiting the, the sun. sun. So we are on a moving platform right. trying to hit a moving platform. So mm -hmm. are these So really, you need to remember your physics for this. Absolutely. Yeah. So these or orbital mechanics work for, you have to do that no matter what. So yes. like the filet lander, no matter what you're shooting yeah. in the space Look to go someplace. Look at him talking about the filet lander. Yeah, let him. The, no, let him. That's the lander right. from the, from yeah. the, um, Star Trek. Atlanta, no, asteroid. <laughs> <laughs> from Star Trek. <laughs> Rosetta mission. Rosetta. Rosetta mission to a yes. comet. Uh, had a lander called Philae. Right. And yeah. this is mostly a European mission. Yeah. Yeah. But it didn't succeed then. No, no, they Is they, that what you're telling me? No, no, they, no, they actually succeeded. We, we lost, a, we lost a, a Mars rover, didn't we? Beagle. Yeah, because there was a mismatch of. Was that the one where they mismatched uh, uh, newtons of thrust? And pounds of thrust. It there looked a, like a really sophisticated. Yeah, there was, a, there was the the, the it's British, a measurement. The measurement, yeah. The, so, yeah. so it's the disparity in measurements that caused mm. it to screw right, up. Right, because the engineers did one thing, the scientists did another, oh. and we lost an entire. It looked like a really complicated skateboard, if I'm from memory. <laughs> oh, there man. we go. Yeah. So, well, there you go. If you're going to drive to the moon, the thing that you have to make sure of is your orbital mechanics. Yeah, because on Earth. You're driving to something that you see it's there and you just vector towards it. Right. You, you can't do that in space. Yeah. Cool. All cool. right. Yeah. So notes for the future. Remember, you heard it here first. Sir, what a pleasure. Yeah. What this a, is a fun show. Yeah. yeah. We, we did all the tweets. Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah. And I, I you're going to have to tweet more. Yeah, now you're going to have to make more tweets Whoa, about yeah. NASCAR. But yeah. so I think I, there's a, I, there was another NASCAR tweet. Uh, I think you missed it. What? Okay. Oh. I just asked, am I the last person in the world? to realize that race car spelled backwards is race car. Dun, dun, dun. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Mushroom cloud. <laughs> so. Okay, so now we've messed with your mind. <laughs> no, no, well but, but race car people, I think, know that because in my in the response to that Twitter, I tweeted that. Right. Yeah. And they said, yes, you are the last person in the world <laughs> to, <laughs> to, to know this. Yeah, that's a palindrome, yeah. right? I forgot. What, uh, I think that's called yeah, a palindrome. palindrome. Yeah. All right. When it's spelled the same way forward and backwards. Uh -huh. that, I did not know that, by the way. Race so car, race car. You are not the last person in the world. Yeah. I am the last person in the world now. But, the, you know, the, the longest, like, legit one of those. Is, the longest legit palindrome? Yeah, you know the longest one. No. Okay. Uh, a man, a plan, a canal, Panama. A man, a plan, a canal, Panama. Now I'm reading it backwards in my mind right now. You're correct. Yes, that's why what that's why you have me on the show. <laughs> <laughs> so, listeners, once but see, again, wait, you, did you there are longer ones where they're just weird. That's, that's like my that's my go-to, right? So Neil says something, and I go, hmm, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like bitch slapping him. It's like what? <laughs> and then I and then I basically get to take credit for your brain. Like, Let me think about this, Neil. God, you're right. <laughs> no, no. So the thing is. If I were actually wrong, I'd want to know immediately. Of course. But yeah. I put I invest a lot of energy trying to get it right. But I, I can't be right 100% of all times I'm ever speaking. No. So so I welcome comments if people think I do. Oh, and there's right. a lot of them. Yeah. All right. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's it. That's our show. That's, That's our it. show. Uh, Once again, we have proved 
Every day is a school day, and uh, play with science, and you get watch up. You get no brakes NASCAR. It's coming. No. <laughs> yeah, that's the way it is. It's been playing with science. Thank you so much to Neil deGrasse Tyson. Absolutely. Chuck and I will be back soon. Stick around for our next show.